Welcome to Turf Show Times Radio. Please subscribe to Turf Show Times Radio on your podcast apps. I will hang out and wait while you do that. Just kidding. But this is a show where I'm going to talk about the LA Rams. We're going to come to you after every game. Me and Blaine Didasco from Turf Show Times covering the Rams like crazy over there at TurfShowTimes.com. So I think if you're listening to this, you probably know that. And, you know, the coverage is going to expand and get nuts this year because we've added seven great writers to the staff. We're going to have so many pieces of Rams-related content coming at you, previewing the opponents, talking about the Rams, deep dives, X's and O's, breaking down the offensive line, all this, and, uh, you know, I hate this phrase, and more, uh, is coming and has been there. You've seen a very vast uh, and talented array of writers there added to the Turf Show Times staff. I think that you will enjoy the season, but if you have any complaints, that's what the comment section are for. I'm pretty sure I've read one or two complaints in the comments before. Maybe I was just misinterpreting what was said, though. You know, it could have been that. Uh, on the internet, who knows what people are saying. Certainly, though, I don't think any Turf Show Times commenters have ever said anything negative about Kenneth Arthur, and so... I, what me worry, you know, everything has been pretty great and we can't wait to have another season together. So the Chicago bears, you've read about them all week on turf show times, hopefully, but if you haven't, I will still be able to touch base on those players that you'll see on Sunday night. This is coming out to you. Welcome. Welcome on a Friday night or a Saturday morning. Maybe you're kind of catch this on Sunday afternoon, maybe even Sunday. You're going to have a whole 17 hours of lifetime before game time on Sunday, September 12th at SoFi Stadium on NBC at about 5.20 p.m. The Rams versus the Bears. I've done a lot of digging on all of the NFL teams this year, all day, every day. It's just what I do is I read about, watch content about, and talk about or write about football. And so a lot of that has to do with other teams in the NFL as well. So we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears, me and you. So thanks for joining along with me and being half of a two-person conversation where one person honestly just hogs up all your time. And I think you've got enough of that in your life already. So I'm not going to take up too much of your time. I've already done in three minutes worth, but I really think you should check out more of Turf Show Times and to uh, hit subscribe on this podcast so that you're getting it every week if you like it. And if you don't, subscribe so you can tell me how you don't. The Chicago Bears and the LA Rams. What do I think? You know, prediction wise, I'll give it to you immediately. Uh, I definitely, I don't tend to ever predict scores of games, but I'm happy to share my thoughts on who I believe will win the game. And I can confidently give a vote of confidence to the Rams on Sunday Night Football. I believe that this will be a win for the Rams as it was a year ago under very similar circumstances facing an Andy Dalton, uh, I would want to say co-led team in the Dallas Cowboys at SoFi Stadium on Sunday Night Football in 2020. You know, he may have been the backup for the whole game behind Dak Prescott that night, but didn't Andy Dalton always kind of co-lead the Cowboys? Uh, I think we saw that on uh, 
Thursday night football. Can you imagine if only the Cowboys had had Andy Dalton back there giving Dak Prescott a few tips? But instead of giving tips, Andy Dalton this Sunday will be at the tip top of the depth chart as the starter for the Chicago Bears at quarterback. And that is definitely one of the best reasons to give for why I believe the Rams are going to win this game on Sunday night. And I say that knowing for a fact that it doesn't have to really, I feel unshaken by saying this when I say it's a fact, which is I'm higher on Andy Dalton than 95% of you. So I would say that Andy Dalton is a rarity. You know, he's a rarity to even find. That's how hard it is to find a quarterback that's even like Andy Dalton. Cause most people just compare Andy Dalton or a player like Andy Dalton, a Joe Flacco or whatever, you know, I know Joe Flacco, he won a Super Bowl, right? And Andy Dalton never won a playoff game and that's going to haunt him forever. Cause what are the odds that Andy Dalton's ever going to win a playoff game? Pretty low. And, I say that respecting Andy Donald Dalton more than most people because I still think it's hard to find a guy who's an adequate starter. That's why he's the starter for the Chicago Bears after last season coming in for Dak Prescott with the Cowboys. It wasn't phenomenal, but he wasn't bad either, and that's what you really want in a guy that's either going to be a backup or a future backup, which is what is the case with the Chicago Bears. I mean, Andy Dalton just wants one year to build a resume that allows him to go start for another team in 2022. He has no intentions of helping the Bears win a bunch of Super Bowl. I mean, he might. I mean, who knows? These guys all very much care the teams, you know, some of them, most of them, a lot of them, I think, care about the teams that they're on. But Andy Dalton's long-term plan, you know, probably short-term, win a Super Bowl, right? That's what every player believes. And so short-term goal would be to win a Super Bowl and then be the guy that everybody in Chicago loves for all time, and they've traded Justin Fields. Realistically, Andy Dalton probably knows that this is going to be one and done for him, and he wants to be able to go start somewhere else. I do think that he can be, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick at some point, that guy who, for some reason, everybody wants Ryan Fitzpatrick to start, and I would rather have Andy Dalton, no question, than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe one gives you a little bit more excitement. The other one gives you, I think, just a little bit less excitement. And uh, that can be pretty good sometimes. So I, I would say that Chicago's in only in fine hands with Andy Dalton if the defense is top three, top five, but maybe even top three type of defense. Uh, given what I think Chicago is going to have to deal with offensively because of their offensive line, because of their quarterback situation, because of their wide receiver situation, because of their tight end situation. You got to like what David Montgomery does, but is he a Dalvin Cook type running back or does he just rack up a lot of broken tackles because the Chicago Bears can't block anybody and he has to do something to survive? I mean, obviously there has to be some sort of skill in that, but I'm just saying we know that David Montgomery hasn't been able to carry the Chicago Bears with a lot of the same personnel that they still have. So is Andy Dalton a huge upgrade over 
Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky. I do think that he is an upgrade over both of those quarterbacks, which again, I think I'm higher on Andy Dalton than most, but he's not enough of an upgrade for me to think that the offense is going to be better. So that's where it kind of becomes difficult unless, you know, what is the quality of Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney this year? Allen Robinson, we know what he can bring. Darnell Mooney, we've heard, or at least I've heard, hey, this guy, he's going to be a breakout superstar. Fifth round pick last year. Maybe he hasn't had quite his national breakout yet, so that's I don't know how many people are aware of Darnell Mooney. Obviously, Rams fans are more aware of Darnell Mooney because of some Twitter stuff, whatever, with, with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, so there's more of an awareness of Darnell Mooney among Rams fans. But I would say, overall, when you're going up against a defense that does have Aaron Donald going up against an interior offensive line with center Sam Mustafer, undrafted free agent last year, Obviously, I think if you become a, a starting center within two years, within one year of being an undrafted free agent, you are somebody special. That doesn't happen. Even if it happened by default, you would think Chicago would have gone out and really done something to replace Sam Mustafer, but uh, he must have done something to really get them on his side. So Sam Mustafer, he must have done something uh, right over the last year. So I, I didn't wouldn't necessarily say, though, that that's going to prepare him for Aaron Donald. James Daniels at right guard. Cody Whitehair at left guard. You may have heard of Cody Whitehair, second-round pick, 2016. Did go to one Pro Bowl. Highly regarded at times in Chicago. Kind of inconsistent with how he is regarded, though. And the hope is that after five years at center, a move to left guard here will unlock, uh, you know, that second breakout of Cody Whitehair's career. And then James Daniels did, they say, hold his own against Aaron Donald when James Daniels was a rookie in 2018. He was a second round pick. So I think there is some potential there if you do have improved play at both guard spots, but with Jermaine Afidi at right tackle and Jason Peters uh, at left tackle, I, I would say that the offensive line seems to be a weakness in Chicago. And without a good offensive line, how many opportunities are Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson really going to get? And then I don't think that the wide receiver depth after that is so great, you know, because Marquise Goodwin been in the NFL for a long time. So that's one good quality. But then on the other hand, we know quite a bit about Marquise Goodwin and, and how what his ceiling probably is as a wide receiver. Brashad Perryman, who got released. Uh, December Webster, uh, who you know got released from the Rams. Uh, Demir Bird, who got released. So Chicago has kind of just like sort of picked up other receivers where they can get them. And I don't know that I have a lot of faith in Jimmy Graham as a receiving tight end at 35 years old. And we don't really know anything about 2020 second round pick tight end Cole Komet. And if he'll ever develop into someone more threatening in the passing game. So overall, Chicago's offense for me kind of feels like it is in the bottom third category headed into the season. Uh, and I don't know if they have the potential to be much higher than 16th, you know, in the average, uh, I, I don't know what would need to happen other than Justin Fields entering the offense at some point 
and turning into the player immediately or that everybody kind of thinks, uh, you know, publicly says that they think that he is, uh, which is, you know, a lot of people talk about Justin Fields. He is kind of the star of the Bears now because he is a highly drafted quarterback, a guy that a lot of people thought should have gone in the top three. So to, for Bears fans, uh, who gives a shit about Andy Dalton? It's the last thing that they want to see when you've your team has just traded up for a quarterback who a lot of people wanted to see drafted in the top three. And so what is Andy Dalton doing there is the question that a lot of people are asking. And a lot of people believe that, yeah, there is no way that with Andy Dalton, this offense can take off in the ways that it would if, if Justin Fields was able to replicate the success that he did have at Ohio State over the last two years, certainly if that is the case, if Justin Fields can replicate the success that he had at Ohio State, then the Bears have made quite a draft steal. I still think that that would take some time before it would happen on the NFL level, but maybe you know there are iterations of Justin Fields' game, same way that uh, players have evolved over their careers like Ben Roethlisberger in the beginning of his career, starting as a rookie for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You could see that he was a special player, didn't have incredible numbers at that point, uh, but the Steelers won a bunch of games. And then the next year won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson with the Seahawks, uh, similarly starting as a rookie and, you know, having bad games, the rookie type games, and then overall having a productive, decent season. The Seahawks, went to the playoffs and then the next year they won the Super Bowl. So there are plenty of ways in which you could say, Hey, look, the bears would still be better off with a developing, figuring it out, doing stuff on the fly, maybe making some mistakes, but also making some uh, big plays that Andy Dalton can't make with Justin Fields and would rather have the risk reward to that rather than knowing uh, that with Andy Dalton, the margin of error is so small and so slim and, you know, the defense is going to have to be so good. And all of the uh, players around Andy Dalton are going to make sure that they're executing their jobs, which they should be doing anyway, I guess. Uh, but like, to what degree is Andy? I mean, here's the thing. Andy Dalton does do a lot of, like I said, he does do a lot of things well, but maybe you're not going to get as many plays in the playbook. Justin Fields, you know, what, to what degree, how many plays in the playbook does he have? And like, but at the same time, how much better are the ones that he has uh, than Andy Dalton also, though, will it result in more turnovers uh, to go with a rookie over an experienced veteran? And, of course, uh, what is Nick Foles' life like? But uh, that's the offense, which I think the Rams, with Aaron Donald, with Jalen Ramsey, you know the names, you know the, the whole thing. I have very a lot of much, a lot of faith in a defense that has two talented players like Ramsey and Donald. So as long as those things are true, I would assume that – then when you get into the next level talent on the defense with Floyd, Williams, Fuller, um, those guys, Sebastian Joseph Day, like those guys are all probably that next level. And then I, I guess, you know, then we're talking about Kenny Young and Troy Reader and Terrell Burgess and uh, Justin Hollins and uh, David Long and, 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 um, trying to figure out with uh, AJ, Sean Robinson, trying to figure out like which of these players are going to be, up in confidence for everybody or, or less so. So that's what we're looking at with regards to the Rams defense against this offense. I think at home, 
just like it was a year ago, it could be another defensive out of the end zone, no touchdowns allowed from the Rams defense. It could be a case of that on Sunday night. And then uh, for the Bears defense and with Matthew Stafford now joining the Rams offense, what are they going to be facing with regards to Chicago and the Chicago Bears? It, it does seem like there could be some issues there for the Rams as well with the interior of their offensive line having to deal with Akeem Nix for one. Uh, maybe, you know, at times the best player at his position in the NFL or one of the most disruptive, hard to block, just really uh tough to, to, to play against, uh, especially when he's got guys like Khalil Mack so nearby him and Roquan Smith, you know, Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith, both first, uh, you know, first team all pro caliber type linebackers. Like that's big. That's a big deal. You know, as big of a deal as uh, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, not as much as Aaron Donald. I don't think not even Mac, uh, especially at this point, I think I still would, I would go big time favoritism towards Aaron Donald over Khalil Mack. Um, but certainly uh, Mack and Smith and, you know, especially Smith, we don't know what his ceiling really could be because he's been so good uh, year after year after year with last year, just being off the charts. So what's going to come next for Roquan Smith. And then I think Bilal Nichols, the defensive end for the Chicago bears is the guy that they're very high on. And it's going to be really interesting to see what, how he plays. So when you've also have Robert Quinn and Alec Ogletree, two former Rams among the linebackers there, I think that front seven will probably present some issues for the Rams offensive line with Brian Allen making his first start in a couple of years and Austin Corbett and uh, David Edwards. They're going to be very busy and Rob Havenstein. Then we'll see Andrew Whitworth, the, you know, everybody talks about the age and for good reason. It's a, it's a rarity to see a, uh, a player like that out there at 39. And, and yet I have p- good confidence in Andrew Whitworth. So uh, overall, I would say that's a matchup where Chicago has to feel they need to win their advantages when they get them uh, in the secondary, though, that is where Chicago has more question marks other than and Eddie Jackson, the safety. Um, there were a lot of high marks for Jalen Johnson, the cornerback last year, a rookie second round pick. Um, but I still think they're waiting to see that consistency, but he'll still be starting anyway, as well as Kendall Vilder. Overall, I think the Rams do have uh, enough of an advantage there at home with Matthew Stafford as the quarterback now um, and with players like Robert Woods and, and Cooper cup going up against those cornerbacks uh, and Sean McVay, I think just chomping at the bit to be able to uh, unload some of the plays that he doesn't feel like he's been able to pull out of the playbook and also to, to watch Matthew Stafford sort of innovate and create and improvise on his own. Um, they'll take some shots and uh, I don't know, maybe the Rams will have one or two turnovers, but I think they also expect to have, you know, four or five touchdowns. So um, that's going to be definitely a challenge against the Bears front seven. But I do think that uh, it's something that the Rams might be capable of. I'm not saying I'm predicting a blowout. The Rams did pretty much blow out Chicago a year ago, up 24 to three late in the fourth quarter when Robert Woods fumble was returned for a touchdown. Other than that, it could have, you know, ended up as a 31 to three game. I'm still seeing the Rams as being a much more talented team. So uh, I will say, like I said, I don't predict scores, but I do predict the Rams to win. So that's it for turf show times radio subscribe uh, and check out turf show times 
after the game, or you know, this there will be another instant reaction with myself and Blaine Didasco right after the game. <laughs> 